You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. Welcome back to an episode of The Preppy Podcast. This week, I am in Birmingham, Alabama at Lydia Menzies Supper Club Soiree. I am going to be talking with some other members and attendees about some of their tips for entertaining uh, and some of the reasons why they like the supper club and why they joined. Um, I personally, I joined a few months ago. Um, I love how Lydia brings together a great group of people and there's so many tips and things that you can learn from each other. Um, it's not just, you know, tips on cooking or floral arrangements. There's also advice and tips on business, which I think is so great. Um, there's really just so much to learn and so many people to connect with within the group. So I highly recommend you guys to go and check out Lydia Menzies Supper Club. And actually her episode, I interviewed her um, last year. So definitely go and have a listen to that episode as well. Okay, so I'm here with my friend. Susan, why don't you tell everyone like who you are and what your business is? Hi, Patricia. I'm Susan Center. My um, company is Southern Bungalow Co. It's a boutique candle company I started about four years ago. Yeah. And so the Supper Club, we're all here for the Supper Club, obviously, Lydia Menzies Supper Club. Um, what's been either like your favorite part or thing that we've done so far, or why did you decide to come and join? Well, I just joined okay. maybe six weeks ago, and um, I could the, the people involved in this, like yourself and people that I've become friends with over the last couple of years, um, are so creative. It's so inspiring to me to be around those that just come up. They can we all see the same thing differently, and it's so fun to see what everyone brings to the table. Um, this is just a fun thing in my life that I get to balance with work life. So that's important to have that balance and mm -hmm. to kind of put the grind aside for a moment and just inject a lot of fun and being with a lot of fun and creative people. Definitely. I get so inspired just being around creatives in general. Yes. So it's, I, I like to say it's a little bit of work, but it's also pleasure just because I, I leave with so many ideas Absolutely. that helps my business. And like you said, you need to balance, you know, the fun with the work and yeah. take time for yourself. So I like how you exactly. mentioned that. Uh, how would you describe Southern hospitality? You live in Georgia, mm -hmm. so I feel like you're a Southern woman. Mm -hmm. uh, so how would you describe Southern hospitality? I've only lived in the South my whole life. I grew up in Tennessee um, and lived in Charleston, South Carolina before moving to Atlanta, Georgia. So I don't know any different. Mm -hmm. um, my grandmothers and mother are also very Southern. So I, I, just, I just think it's a warm and welcome welcoming, inviting, just getting together with people and yeah. loving on them, basically. I like that. You know, just making them feel warm and welcome. Um, it's not about, you know, having the perfect home or the perfect table setting, although that helps, I think, <laughs> to inspire others, but just loving on them and making them feel comfortable and welcome. 
I think that's a great answer. I love that you said, you know, loving on them. Yeah. And I think that's perfectly described Southern hospitality. What is your go-to hostess gift? Well, of course, um, Southern Bungalow Co. is, is a candle company. And um, actually prior to founding this company, that was my go-to hostess gift, was oh. a candle. Okay. Um, usually a, a nice one and something that the hostess could use well after the event was over mm-hmm. and enjoy for a long time. Um, so now my go-to hostess gift, readily available at any time, is a Southern Bungalow candle. And it's something I hope brings joy to whoever receives one. Definitely. And I think what sets your candle apart, though, from other candles is the vessels that you put them in. Like, they are so unique, and it's kind of two hostess gifts in one. They can Mm -hmm. burn the candle, it smells great, but then after the fact, they also can use that vessel. Like, I put makeup brushes in some of mine. Um, You can do so much with them. So I think that's what's really unique. That is intentional, actually. Um, Just giving candles so many years in the past, um, I just thought they could be better yeah. um, to have a dual purpose. You, you enjoy this for the life of the candle and then a vessel that you can repurpose in a beautiful way and keep forever. Yeah. What um, is your favorite flower? I have two. I love tulips. Okay. And I really love the pair. I think they're called parrot tulips where they're um, multi leaves. Oh, they look yeah, different yeah. than a regular okay. tulip. Yep. I know which one you're talking about. I love about. those, mm-hmm. um, but I also love peonies. Yeah. Everyone loves peonies, I feel like. Yes. (laughs) Um, Now, what about a tip for hosting people that, you know, my listeners can learn from you? Okay. Well, I think setting a mood in your home before they arrive is important. Like lighting a Southern Bungalow candle (laughs) is important. You're um, just setting an environment that's welcoming, um, smells nice, um, creates an ambiance, really. And um, I think the best tip is to do everything that you can make ahead prior to anyone arriving so that you can enjoy them yeah and that they do feel welcome and then you're not you know either leaving them alone to fend for themselves mm-hmm. to prepare something but everything's done and it's just easy and relaxing and enjoying for everyone i think that's a great tip and i have to say my favorite um scent of your candles yeah. is the Georgia one Mm -hmm. and the bungalow. I just recently started burning the bungalow one Uh and I think it might be a new favorite. Oh, thank you. Definitely everyone listening should go check out your candles, but especially those two scents. (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, thank you for doing this. Thank you for being part of the podcast today. Thank you. All right, so I am here with my next guest. Why don't you introduce yourself and let everyone know who you are and kind of what you do. Hey everyone, I am Anna Louise Carter, and on Instagram, I am Designed by Dixon. I'm a blogger with, um, I just share a lot of entertaining, home decor, party ideas. Yeah. You're really good at reels, I have to say. Oh, I enjoy them. Yeah, you're so good at them. They're fun and just like fresh, so everyone needs to go and follow you and check out your reels for sure. Thank you so much. That's so encouraging because it is, it's always something to learn, so thank you. Yeah. That's so sweet of you, Seth. Of course. Um, So first, what's been your favorite part about this Supper Club event? 
I think I have to say meeting everyone in person finally. You know, I feel like we grew up in the generation where it was like internet was coming about and it was like, don't talk to anyone on the internet and you definitely didn't go meet them. But now we're grown up and I'm like, oh, but I have met some really awesome people on the internet and I finally get to meet them in person. And there are people that we have, you know, wonderful things in common with mm -hmm. online. And it's just so fun to, you, I feel like, I mean, we do know each other and then it's finally like able to see each other in person and actually give a hug, like yes. physically embrace and be like, oh my gosh, I know you and you're here in person <laughs> in real life. Exactly. I think I've met so many great friends like through the internet, honestly, that yes. I always say even I have more in common with them sometimes than my friends in, in real life. I'm so totally you know? with that. Yes. Which is yeah. so, it's so great. I love the community. Yes. Um, so how would you describe Southern hospitality? Being a Southern woman, how would uh -huh. you describe it? I think it's the little bit of extra effort mm -hmm. that I think Southerners will make to have a guest feel welcome. Okay. And I mean, and that may sound like it has to, I feel like every, it's misunderstood and that people think it has to be something extravagant, mm -hmm. but I don't think it does. It could just be like truly like a warm welcome. Yeah. Like greeting someone so friendly. Yeah. Or maybe it is just a special something at their place setting that's a little Cersei, a little gift mm -hmm. that's personable. It's yeah. just that little extra effort that makes someone feel special. I like that. And you actually, speaking of reels, I feel like you did a reel on how to like welcome your guests into your home yes. and some of these gift ideas. That you're yes. Talking okay. About. So that was going to be my, my tip for hosting. Okay. Was welcome. <laughs> okay. Well, let's skip to yes. that. So what's okay. your tip for hosting that? So, um, I think giving someone a warm welcome mm -hmm. and providing instructions, which that sounds a little, that sounds cold when you like outline it that way. But I think it's so nice to say, welcome to my home. I'm so happy you're here. Can I take your coat? I've got beverages set up outside. You head that way and I'll meet you there when I put your coat up. Like providing someone with exactly what you're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. I, I like that. And yeah. it does sound direct, but when you put it that way, yes. it shows what you mean by it. And yes. I think that's so helpful. I feel like, especially if there's someone you're not super close with, it's more like, business acquaintance or yes. maybe your husband's um, friends that you're, you're just not as close right. with. That's so helpful because I feel like there's a little bit of that awkwardness sometimes when yes. someone first comes in and you know no one knows what to do. So I like how you're laying it out there yeah. um, and keeping them busy. Well, and it's kind of, I mean, so my former career was in event planning mm -hmm. and so I was hosting all these and planning all these, you know, several hundred people events yeah. and you think through the logistics of that well you know with wedding planning mm -hmm. and you think through okay we're moving from the ceremony to the reception and you know you've got like wedding planner assistants are along the way that guide people yeah. to here or you've got you know a table with like their place guards that tell them this is the table mm -hmm. you're going to be sitting at and like on a smaller scale when you're entertaining in your home you kind of need to do the same thing yeah of like welcome here's where, you know, I've got appetizers set up in my breakfast room right now, and then dinner's cooking, and mm -hmm. we'll eat later, you know. You provide a plan and a schedule. I like yes. that. What about your favorite flower? So, I mean, who doesn't love a peony? Mm -hmm. Love that so much. But, I mean, you kind of can't beat a hydrangea. Yeah. I feel like they're so readily available now. Mm -hmm. They're easy to find in the grocery store, 
and it just makes a full arrangement. I mean, three hydrangea yeah. stems and you're done. Yeah, the yeah. volume with the hydrangea yes. like takes up so much right. space, which makes it a little easier. It's just so easy to pop that in and then add like a filler flower, yeah. like the astromeria. Those things are like three dollars a bunch. Yeah, just that's how you get a little bit of color and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. What about your go-to hostess gift? I feel like you've shared a lot of these yes. on your Instagram. So what's your go-to? So honestly, when I'm out doing antiquing and vintage shopping, if I see a little small Cersei, I try to like pick those up along the way because I feel like that adds a little bit of my personality and I just kind of like stop my closet with that. Yeah. And then if I'm going somewhere, I'm like, oh, this one looks like so-and-so. I'm going to take that. Yep. Um, have a stock gift closet. I do the yes, same. Yes. yes. I try to do that. And then, um, okay, I just, Lucy Grimes just came out with these, their wine bags. Yes. But I think they're the best, like, just gift bag in mm -hmm. general. You can put more than just a bottle of wine in there. Yeah. So, like, when I see, like, a little vintage Cersei, oh, like, Lori gave us those little food dogs last night. Yeah. Like, something small like that that you can put in that pretty wine bag. Yeah. I mean, like, what a great presentation. Yes, that's a great idea, and I love Lucy, so and I, I know you do yeah. as well. Well, her things make great hostess gifts, too. Yep, her bases. Because if you're giving someone a hostess gift, like, obviously, like they're hosting you, you know they enjoy hosting. Mm -hmm. So if you can provide things that make their next entertaining event easier for them, like the placemats, the bases, those kind of things. Definitely. fun. Well, thank you so much. This was so fun. Thank and you so much for having me for this. I enjoyed this. Thanks, <laughs> Patricia. Great. So I am here with my next guest at the Supper Club. Why don't you let everyone know your name and what you do? Okay. My name is Carrie Peoples and my business is called Neat Smart. I have a professional organizing company based in Marietta, Georgia. And you were so generous and sent everyone who wanted a packing list, which made it super easy and organized. And that's my type of girl. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I just feel like sometimes we, we have so many things running around in our heads and it's hard to keep track of it all. And if you can have a checklist to help remind you of the little details that you might have forgotten, makes life a whole lot easier. Definitely. Um, so why did you decide to come to the Supper Club or maybe what's been your favorite part of it so far? Um, well, actually, I, I know a lot of people in the Supper Club. I just joined recently okay. and um, it is a great group of old friends and new friends, people that I've, I've known for years and I've met a lot of new people like you yeah. this time. So I'm excited just to get to connect with all these great business owners who are really thriving and, and pursuing their passion. Mm -hmm. And I started this career 10 years ago. I uh, was spent a long time in corporate America, so I'm really excited to be, get to do something that I enjoy doing, that I feel like is my is my passion, that I know is my passion, and it's uh, wonderful to, to be with like-minded people. Yeah, it's always great being around creatives and yes. people that inspire you. Yes, mm -hmm. very much so. So how would you describe Southern hospitality since we're in the South? <laughs> yes, well, Southern hospitality is something, I don't know how it can be innate because we all come from different places, mm -hmm. but I think we're so accustomed to opening our homes because that's what our moms did, that's what our grandmothers did. Um, we did the, the, the church picnics and we want to involve and, and include as many people as possible. I just think it's something that we, we grew up doing that we want to continue that tradition. So. To me, Southern hospitality is letting people into your house, whether you're having a, a formal dinner or you're having a tea or a lunch or you just 
want to bring a friend uh, a special gift because you're thinking of them. So I think we're always trying to include others in our lives. I like that, the inclusion part for sure. Uh, what about your go-to hostess gift? My So because I'm organized and I'm always helping people declutter, I don't want to give them something that they don't necessarily want. So I guess I tend to to lean towards utilitarian, but I always take cocktail napkins. Yes. I love something that maybe has a little bit of humor attached to it, and it's just a, something that they can use right then, or they can pass on to somebody else. I think that's great, and there's so many cocktail napkins out there, so there's something for everyone's personality. Absolutely. Like you said, whether it's like humor or more elegant, there's a cocktail napkin for everyone. Everyone needs a cocktail <laughs> napkin. <laughs> Definitely. What is your favorite flower? My favorite, gosh, that is a really hard one to narrow down, but I love lilies. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how they look beautiful even when they're not open yet, yep. and then they last a long time. Um, pretty much any flower would be acceptable to me, but lilies are my favorite. And they smell great. Oh my gosh, love that <laughs> heavenly smell. Exactly. Um, so speaking of flowers, what's your tip for floral arranging or um, putting flowers in the home? I think it's nice to put little arrangements in lots of places. I like doing small arrangements, especially with little teeny vases that you can either group together for a big impact or have a small arrangement in an unusual spot. Maybe, you know, I always like to have a small arrangement in the guest room when people are coming over, also in the bathroom. So I love using even old candle containers or just small vases to have a little arrangement. Um, stuck in little, little, on a little table, but just uh, the impact of small, uh, unexpected arrangement. I like that. I was just thinking the same thing. I think when someone walks in a room and sees a little flower, it makes them happy. It brings a smile to their face and makes them feel welcome. Absolutely. And again, you can, you can group more smaller arrangements together to make a big impact, yep. but just having something that's, that's low, especially for a dinner party, not having anything too big. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you for sitting down with me today and sharing some tips with my listeners. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Okay, I'm here with my next guest. Why don't you let everyone know who you are and what you do? So my name is Kate Lewis. I have an Instagram account called Kate on the Daily where I just create content for women in their 40s and 50s primarily who are just looking for some inspiration and motivation to just keep doing really fun things and finding a lot of fun and joy in their life. I love that. I love following along with you and especially your chickens. (laughs) Sadly, the chickens seem to be where most people find the delight. (laughs) It's so fun. Um, So we're here at the Supper Club, obviously. Why did you decide to come to the Supper Club um, event or join the Supper Club or maybe like what's been your favorite part? Well, one of the reasons I decided to join the Supper Club is because I had gotten to know a few of the members outside of Supper Mm -hmm. Club, and I just really have come to love the community of friends that I found on Instagram, and social media kind of gets a bad rap, like creepy crawlies and stuff, (laughs) but, um, you know, when you get to be a certain age, it can be a little difficult to find a certain friend group or find Mm -hmm. new friends or develop new relationships. But Instagram for me has just been that. Yeah. And it is, I was talking with someone a little while ago and um, someone on Instagram messaged me to say, oh, I saw you were with so-and-so. Tell him I said hello. Tell him I said hello. So like, it's a really small world. (laughs) 
even in Instagram or on social media. So as my mother would say, it behooves you to behave, number one. Um, so I got to know some of the people that are outside of, I got to know them outside of Supper Group, Supper Club, discovered that that was one of the things they had in common. And I just wanted to kind of jump into more of that friend group. And I'm so, so glad I did. It's been really fun. I, I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, and you are a Southern woman, obviously. So how would you describe Southern hospitality? Oh gosh, you know, Southern has several words come to mind. Kind of, you know, an over-the-top approach is not uncommon when it comes to Southern <laughs> hospitality. Um, lots of plenty of food and drink. Yeah. The more, the merrier. Open your home. Um, and when you start, you know, you start talking about things like that, is you kind of get down to okay, well, what does my home look like? Is it set up in a really welcoming way? And are there different conversation areas? I mean, it can really kind of take on a life of its own, which is really fun in the lifestyle blogging world but yeah. which is where i am because you have plenty of things to talk about and think about and share and show and delve into so i think southern hospitality touches on a lot of those things yeah. sort of food drink gathering friendships relationships all that that's so fun it's kind of more is more and less is a bore <laughs> exactly yeah that's very well said yeah. um what would you say your go-to hostess gift is uh, I love to gift something that is local, okay. locally derived, maybe maybe by someone or some source that that host may not know about. Okay. One of the, my favorite things to do on Instagram is share um, other businesses or brands that are sort of up and coming. So I'm always keeping an eye out for sort of small batch creators. Mm -hmm. And so I love to to grab something like that and then pair it with, I don't know, a glass of wine yeah. or some napkins or a little bunch of flowers or something like that or a food item or whatever. Yeah, I like that you're supporting local and small business there. Yeah, yeah, well that, gift. I mean, that's a pay it forward kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, what is your favorite flower? My, I, I love lilies. Yeah. I love the way they smell. Yeah, they yeah. have a great smell and they're just beautiful. Yeah. Um, what about a tip for hosting? Well, I will tell you that one thing I have learned mm -hmm. through Lydia with Supper Club is the details. Mm -hmm. We spend so much time thinking about the menu, you know, what's, what's going to be our meat mm -hmm. and how, you know, we're going to start marinating two days before and we spend a lot of time thinking about the big parts, but she is just excellent at making the small details really matter mm -hmm. and that becomes what you think about and remember after so i'm leaving here recharged <laughs> about details <laughs> i love that i liked how yesterday she was sharing that tip about cutting up little flowers and putting them around the crust of the pie to cover yes. like that ugly brown part of the pie and yes. that that's like those little details it absolutely yep. and like last night we had the italian uh, the menu was italian mm -hmm. so a little place card was um propped up in a small bunch of noodles raw noodles with a little tied up with a pretty little bow yeah i mean it was so simple but it was just perfect i mean it was yeah. So I'm here with my next guest at the Supper Club. Why don't you guys let everyone know who you are and what you do? Uh, I'm Lance Jackson with Parker Kennedy Living and uh, we're in an interior design firm and we also are vintage and antique dealers. Very fun. And I've enjoyed learning so much from you this whole time so far, especially the floral ranging. Um, 
it's just blown my mind. Like I feel so much more confident leaving now after That's learning good. the tips, especially using the fruit in yeah. floral arrangings. Yeah. Fruit's a good thing. <laughs> yes. Um, how would you guys describe Southern hospitality? You live in the South, so what's Southern hospitality to you guys? I think when you, uh, my name is David with Parker Kennedy. I'm one of the co-orders. I, I think Southern hospitality is just the way you make a person feel when they're in your home. Because mm-hmm. you want them to feel comfortable. Yes. And you want them to feel like they can relax and they are there to enjoy your company and that they're part of the family. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's what Southern Hospitality is all about. Yeah, we, when people come to visit us, um, we like for them to feel comfortable and not worrying about getting you know, a stain on the fabric on the sofa. Um, we also like to like go all out with our guest rooms. We like to put fresh flowers in there, candle. You know, um, any every, all these little details to make it more special when they come to see us. You know, Lance puts. I, I'm gonna um, talk about Lance real quick. When we have a guest over the house, he puts so much thought and energy in every little detail for that home. He wants that person to feel welcome and special. That um, we're excited about them coming to stay with us, or even for even as small as coming over for a drink. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it may not be. That, creating flowers for the bedroom when they stay over, but if they come up for a drink, he'd make sure that we always have some sort of cheese tray or something like that to say, hey, sit, sit a spell and spend some time with us. We're excited you're here. And I like how you guys said that you want um, your guests to feel like family. Mm-hmm. I think that's really special and that is Southern hospitality. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what would you say is your go-to hostess gift? Um, obviously, you talked about making your home welcome to people, but when you go to someone else's home, what do you like to bring with you? I mean, our first go-to hostess gift, we have a couple. Uh, we always have um, new scented candles from all these different lines that we keep in the house, and I always grab one of those. Or And a lot of times, if I know that our hostess likes orchids or flowers, uh, we'll do a fresh orchid in a really pretty container that we carry. So in other words, when we're running around or running late to the event, we grab a candle. <laughs> yeah. And then when we're on time and we put some thought into it, we have a well, we always have a, um, a collection of blue and white spaces at the house. Or, or cash poo or something. And then I like to, you know, get the orchid, put moss in it and the cash poo and, you know, and just don't bring one from the grocery store or the plant yeah. store. I remember several years ago when we first moved into our house, we threw a little party um, for some local friends um, in the town that we'd just been introduced to. And um, Crystal, remember Crystal? She came over to our house and she had taken um, some fresh rosemary, cut it up and put a, uh, a ribbon on it. And I thought to myself, what a, an amazing hostess gift. I never would have yeah, thought about that. It was really nice. It's the nicest thing because I cook with rosemary, okay. so it was such a nice thing um, to have. And I was like, "Well, hello." Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty easy yeah. hostess gift right there, and affordable, yeah. so anyone can recreate that. And, and and I said to her, "I said this is amazing. Where'd you get?" It? She says, "I just got it out of my garden. I just did some clipping. I mean, it's a quick fix. I need to bring something. Let me just go bring this over." And it's it's a it was a nice 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 thing and it was thoughtful yeah it's really about just a thought yeah it's not about how much money you spend it's yeah. just a thought yeah. it's a thought and I like uh, a little bit of character whether it's your character or their character or how you talked about you know some vintage cash posts like 
that with character. It's something special and different. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. What um, is your favorite flower? I know we just talked about orchids, but what would you say your favorite is? Um, my personal favorite flower is hydrangea bloom. I, I love those. And I like them in all colors, the, the powder blue, the French blues, the uh, pinks, and even the purples. What about you? I'm a peony person. I just love the peonies, and um, I just think they're just beautiful. Yeah, it's funny. Everyone's been split. It's either I drink just for peonies. <laughs> and, so I do, right and I do, I do like a good um, hot pink or light pink or all different shades of pink roses. Mm-hmm. Just can't go wrong with it. Yeah, they're classic. Um, what is your go-to recipe or, or something that you can share with people so that they can try? Um, well, for an appetizer, you always do your, your baked brie. Yeah, I like to do a baked brie with, uh, wrapped in, like, what is that stuff called, the dough, the phyllo dough. Mm-hmm. And I uh, put brown sugar in it and serve it with apples. And sometimes I'll put nuts in it, you know. And uh, I've always, I've been doing that for years. That's my one little thing I like to do. And when we have a dinner party, to me, it, it's kind of interesting. When we do a dinner party at the house, everybody has so many different food allergies, likes, or dislikes. So for to me, the you know we usually get a protein that is a, is 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 corny. So if I'm grilling chicken or burgers or whatever, and then I have one friend who doesn't eat either one, and she wants salmon, we just go get it, go get that, throw it on the grill as well. We just want people to feel comfortable and. And fed. I mean, really, Southern hospitality is about feeding That's people. That's true, yes. Yeah. And we don't want anybody to go home hungry. <laughs> so, um, and enjoy the meal. And I think that as a, as a host, again, it's not a problem for me to throw a different type of protein on a grill yeah, or, or cook fun. it. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big deal. Or even if I have to put it in a different pan and put it in the oven, it's not a big deal. Yeah. So we really, on terms of recipes, we really kind of figure out what our guests um, love and what they enjoy and then figure it out from yeah. that point. I mean, and it sounds like um, the the brie recipe that you talked about, that seems pretty doable yeah. even for a non-cook yeah. like me. Who <laughs> doesn't love cheese? Yes. And I'm not I'm not a big cook, and I, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you guys. This yeah. was so fun. Thank Thanks you. for sharing your tips. All right, so why don't you let my guests know why don't you let my listeners know um, who you are and what you do? I am Melissa Howland, and I am currently a stay-at-home mom, former teacher, lover of all things fashion, home decor, monogram me anything, and I'm going to be in love. I love that. I You're a girl after my own taste then. <laughs> anything with a monogram, I am sold. <laughs> me too. Um, why did you decide to come to this supper club event? I... I have been following Lydia Menzies for about three years now, maybe longer, four, and um, I just thought this is my chance to meet her in person because with COVID, everything got delayed, and even though I don't currently own a business, I think I am trying to figure out what that would look like if I did, Mm -hmm. and I thought this was a good place to be around very creative people and women in business who've done it and are doing it. Mm -hmm and that I could learn a lot from being here. I love that. It's, it's a great community and I feel like everyone's so friendly and um, everyone kind of has taught everyone something. I feel like you can learn exactly. a lot from each other. Yeah. Well, and when Lydia first announced that this idea of the supper club, I didn't know exactly what it was, but I immediately signed up. So I have the honor of being the very first member. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love because that. I, don't, I didn't care what 
what it was. I knew if Lydia was doing it, yeah. it was going to be amazing. Yes. Yeah, and it truly is. Anyone listening that's not a member should join. <laughs> um, what is your go-to hostess gift? Oh, again, I love anything monogrammed. So I typically know ahead of time if I'm going, like where I'm going. Mm -hmm. So I know the hostess name. And I go for um, Laura Lee Lewis paper goods with a monogram on it. So for example, Laura Lee would have coasters, like paper coasters. And who doesn't need more coasters? Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of my go-to. And I also sometimes use a cheese board with a, with a monogram on it. I love that. I love the personal touch there. I think that makes it special. What would you say your favorite flower is? I have a couple, but right now I'm really into lavender, and I think it's because I love the English garden vibe, mm -hmm. and it smells so nice also. Yeah, I like that answer. No one said that yet, and that's a good one. <laughs> um, what about a tip for hosting? I know you, I've heard, are a hostess extraordinaire. love entertaining, so what's a tip that you can share? Well, you know, it's an old rule, and you all, all probably already know it, but don't make something for the first time. If you haven't made it and it, you could do it in your sleep, I wouldn't do it because then you're stressed about what it is that you're serving rather yep. than entertaining your guests and having a nice conversation. Yep. So stick to the tried and true. Yeah. That's a great answer, especially if you're not a cook like me. <laughs> That's not the time to pull out a new recipe. Exactly. <laughs> Well, thank you. This was so great. Yeah. All right. So I am here at the Supper Club with my next guest. Um, let everyone know your name and what you do. Hi. I'm Mary Alice Myers, and I am a retired interior designer, and I do a um, table setting, entertaining, and lifestyle Instagram account. And I have loved uh, connecting with you. I got to sit next to you yesterday, and you are a fellow uh, more northern girl like I am yes. here, so <laughs> it's been fun. Yes. Um, why did you decide to join the Supper Club and come here? Like, what, what was behind that? Okay. Um, when I first uh, was dabbling on Instagram, I, you know, sought people out with like interests, mm -hmm. and Lydia Menzies popped up. So I was, I followed her all the time and it, I got so much inspiration and she was just such a great account. And then um, just, we started connecting on a couple of like things we had in common. And then when she came up with the su supper club concept, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. It was like, of course I want to be a member of this. Yes. yes. Lydia's great. Anything yeah. that, you know, she puts her name on will be fabulous. Yes. <laughs> and it is, it has been. Yes. Um, what is your go-to hostess gift that you like to give? Oh no, that was one of them. Oh, was it yeah. my go-to hostess gift? Okay, um, it does change seasonally. Okay. So what I do like to give often, though, um, are candies, and um, you know whether it's a wrapped chocolate or something, you know, just a bag of fun holiday candy yeah. and then wrap it in a um, neat tea towel That's with a, a ribbon. That's a great idea. Yeah. So like everyone that. can use candy. Yeah, everyone loves sweets. You can't say no to right. sweets. Right. And everyone gives wine. Mm -hmm. So it's something a little different that they might remember. Yeah. yeah. Good answer. Uh, what's your favorite flower? Uh, mine is a tulip. 
Very and nice. I think that comes from my mom. Yeah. Yeah. It, do you have like a color of tulips you like or just pink? Like yeah. Pinks, pink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a pink right. girl, like yes. I am. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, what is a tip you can share with everyone about setting a table? Okay, for myself or entertaining. Um, so I'm going to go with in, in, when I'm doing a party. I generally have a theme or an idea in mind for whatever we're serving or what the occasion is. So I'll pick a table setting and I'll do like a sample table setting. And then I look at it and think how people, when they sit at the table, how are they going to view that or are they going to be confused as to what plate to use or whatnot. So um, I try to keep it beautiful when they walk into the room and sit down. And then I may have all the salad plates removed so they actually know what plate they're going to use. Yes, yeah. I like that. So you make it easy for your yes. guests. I don't, so want, <laughs> I don't want them to be confused, but I want them to be wowed when they come in and sit down. Yeah, That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for sharing your tips with You're everyone welcome. today. You're welcome. This has been fun and great to meet you in person. I Finally. Know. It's yes. so fun. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Patricia. with another Suburb Club member. So why don't you let people know who you are and what you do? Sure, my name is Jerry Lynn Clifford. I'm the Hill Country Bone Vivant. I'm the hospitality expert and help try to um, make things easier for folks to entertain in their home cooking um, recipes. They don't have to be difficult. Um, I have a blog and an Instagram and Pinterest page. And you have fabulous style. I have to say all your outfits have been Beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, what would you say is a good hostess gift to give someone? So I think that napkins are always a really good hostess gift, whether they be some nice linen ones or even like some nice paper napkins that they can use either in the bathroom to you know have their guests wipe yeah. their hands or um, if they're doing something more casual at their bar, like cocktail napkins. Yeah. I think napkins are, you can never have too many napkins. Exactly. And they're useful. Exactly. You know? What is your favorite flower? So I kind of go all over the place, but in the springtime, even though I live in Texas and they don't grow there, I love a peony. The smell of peonies remind me of my grandma Luella and she would grow them in her garden um, when I was growing up. And so I, I would say peony, but second is hydrangea. I had hydrangeas and sunflowers as my centerpieces for my wedding. And so they're very different, you know, the, the bright and the pointy things of a sunflower and then the softness of a hydrangea. I kind of like those contrasts. That sounds beautiful. You have to show me a picture later. I will. I will. <laughs> um, what uh, tip can you share with my listeners about table settings? So I think some people get uh, overwhelmed with table settings, but I think that using natural things um, in your table setting according to the season is very helpful. So. Um, in the summer, using lots of citrus, I think that yellow really pops from lemons with like blue and white. Yeah. If you were to use that for your either your linen or your dishes, um, orange is always a good color. So you could do different size oranges. You could do clementines. You could do larger oranges or even grapefruits. Um, in the winter time, I really like using um, like red apples and and green apples yeah. for for Christmas. But my favorite is a pomegranate. Um, you can take like an old wine box and kind of put some things in there to elevate it a little bit. And you can stick pomegranates in there along with like um, some candles and maybe some moss and make it really look um, organic and natural. So I like to go for those things and maybe use like little terracotta pots or um, things of that nature versus big and ornate things yes. and just keep it a little more organic and always 
always be careful to make sure you can see your guests across the table because you don't want to work on this big elaborate thing and then be like I gotta move back. <laughs> that's happened before. Yes, I've been there, <laughs> done that myself. That's that's good advice for sure. You want to be able to see a little lower. Yeah, yeah. a little lower. Perfect. Well, this was so great connecting with you, and thanks for sharing your tips. Thanks for having me. Okay, I'm here with another Supper Club member. Uh, why don't you let everyone know who you are and kind of what you do? Hi, my name's Holly Hires. I work a regular job and then um, joined the Supper Club out of fun. I love hosting and entertaining and uh, celebrating people. It's my favorite thing to do. So I joined the Supper Club with Lydia Menzies and have enjoyed every second of it. And it's changed my life. Been been a way to be creative and um, meet new people and hear incredible stories and be inspired. So I'm excited to be here. Yeah, Lydia does such a great job of bringing people together, I feel. And uh, I love how you mentioned, like, get to be creative because she is so creative and just being around everyone, you know, these past few days, I feel like I'm leaving with so many creative ideas. <laughs> so many and just the intimate details on every aspect of it. It's mind blowing and it makes everyone feel special in their own way and also seen and known and it's just, it's inspiring. Yeah. That's the best way I can describe it. <laughs> For sure. Um, so what would you say your go-to hostess gift is? What do you like to give? That's a great question. I would uh, say probably I love tea towels and I feel like everyone loves tea towels. And so I normally package something within a tea towel, whether that be a bottle of wine or soap or little jellies. My favorite thing to do is get the miniature jellies that are like an ounce to yeah. two ounces and stack them up and tie them in a, in a little tea towel that suits the hostess and their style. It's my favorite thing. I collect them and so I'm always on ready to go whenever invited to a party last minute or dinner. It's with friends. It's great. I love that. That's so creative. And it's funny, we had an advent calendar last Christmas and they were little jellies each oh, day. I love that. Yes. Um, Will's mom got it for us and I was like, this is really cool. <laughs> it's the best. Little jellies go a long way and it's one of the rare foods that not everyone it doesn't have a lot of allergies, yeah. so it's very friendly. So if someone's gluten intolerant, you can't bring cookies. It's one yeah. of the things that you can take to people, and they use it, so it's great. So smart. Um, what would you say your favorite flower is? I love anemones. I love the white with the pop of blue in the center. It's my favorite, um, and I love to surround it with the greenery. It just it bring it makes me so happy. It brings so much joy uh, whenever I see them, and so I would say that's definitely my favorite flower, and I like to use them whenever I can. Yeah, they're beautiful. And I feel like, I don't know, they're so different looking and mm -hmm. like fun. Right, and they're full too. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a simple flower, but it's not, it doesn't take up a lot of space either. It's great. Exactly. Um, what about a go-to recipe? I know you love to entertain. Um, so what what's a go-to recipe that people could check out? My favorite go-to recipe is literally just taking a block of cream cheese or a block of goat cheese and rolling it in lemon pepper with a zest of lemon, letting it marinate for maybe four hours in the fridge and then letting putting it out with crackers. It's so simple, but it goes so far. It has such a powerful punch in the mouth and it's tasty, delicious, and it's always a hit to where people love it. And it's the easiest thing ever. And it adds color to the table. I love putting it on a blue and white plate um, to mix with the yellow and the white from the cheese. It's great. It's my go-to. Okay, that sounds easy enough that I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can. <laughs> okay, I'm trying that. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. 
So why don't you tell everyone who you are and what you do? So I am Andrea Whitewick. I am the CEO and founder of Hapsi in Atlanta, Georgia. Hapsi is the premium CBD made for the modern woman on the go. And it's a great product. I've used it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so why did you decide to join the Supper Club? Um, my skills for hosting were a little rusty coming out of the <laughs> pandemic. And I met Lydia at the Southern Sea and I thought that you know, this was such a wonderful way for me to actually put forward the idea of getting back into the rhythm of hosting and not have the anxiety of not remembering just little things here and there that I just used to have in the back of my hand all the time. So I've been able to learn a lot of really fun things and also just refine things that I forgot mm -hmm. and improve upon. Definitely. I've gotten a lot of refreshers, I feel like, where, you know, oh, that's a great idea. I should try that. So right. it's been helpful. <laughs> I mean, if I can just say honestly, I shouldn't even say this, but <laughs> I can just say honestly, even I was like yesterday, I was like, okay, that's right. Fork is L-E-F-T, left hand. <laughs> like <laughs> the most basic things. I have just forgotten because even I have two children, so I've been having them set the table. So it, I really haven't set a yeah. table in a long time because I let them do it every night for dinner. I love that. <laughs> I've just been forgetting the basics. Yeah, no, a lot of us, you know, it's getting back into the season of hosting people, and it's actually great holiday prep too for the mm -hmm. holidays in a few months. For sure. You know, which will be here so quick. Um, now, what? Oh, would you say Southern hospitality is? Like, how would you describe it? You live in the South, so mm -hmm. let everyone know what you think about it. I think Southern hospitality, to me, it just is, it's kind of just making a fuss over your friends and your family in, in the most kind and loving way. I feel like fuss is a negative word, but it's really that positive spin on it, okay. is going that extra mile. That's what Southern hospitality mm -hmm. is to me, is that that fuss over finding that perfect recipe of stuffing and talking about which one is the best one over Thanksgiving dinner, you know, something like that. Or, you know, cleaning up your rocking chairs of the pollen just to, you know, make sure if somebody stops by, they're ready for yeah. them to sit and have a sip and sit and, you know, hang out kind of thing. Just go in that extra mile to always be ready to host. I think that is perfectly summed up. You did a great job there. Um, what is your favorite flower? I don't know if this is a common answer or not, um, but I really like the stargazer lily. It's definitely not one I like to have in my home because it makes the little droppings. Yes. Um, but when I see it, I just love it so open and everyone is always opened a little different and it's, it has structure mm -hmm. and it has a specific formulation to the way it's presented, yep. but it isn't so flimsy at the same time. And there's a little bit of variability in the shading of it. And I just think it, it kind of describes me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that, like, as you were saying it, I was like, huh, the little bit of structure. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, what about a go-to hostess gift? What do you like to give um, when you're invited over to a friend or a family member's house? I generally don't feel comfortable showing up empty-handed. So I like to ask if there's something I can do okay. in advance. Um, but if I don't, you know, if there's nothing for me to do, I like to send flowers the next day as a thank you. And so um, I arrange that ahead of time and I just make sure that I understand that they're home or it's somewhere that can be dropped off easily enough. Tip the delivery person for them. That is a great tip also. <laughs> Um, and that way they can have something that's just a nice memory of the night before. Mm -hmm. I love that idea. And 
it's an extra mile, like going back to Southern hospitality because you have to think in advance about it. Like, and also it's after the fact, after they hosted and kind of the funds weren't off, it's, it's a little bit of fun and thankfulness after. So that's great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, what would you say is a great tip for hosting yourself? Like if you are the one hosting party, what's a tip that you use? Well, my favorite tip, if I may plug Hapsi, <laughs> my favorite tip is to actually make a Hapsi, a little Hapsi hour for yourself as you're getting ready. So I like to do everything in advance as much as I can. And then the hour before is when I go ahead and get ready so I look fresh. Um, but while I'm getting ready, I put on some music and I make a mocktail and put a little Hapsi in it. And it just helps those jitters of anything that may not be finished and is waiting for me at the end. Um, I don't look as you know rough around the edges if somebody shows up five minutes early and it's not done. I'm nice and welcomed and I'm happy and present. I love that. Um, what, and I'm going off the book here a little bit, but what's your favorite mocktail to make with it? Well, my favorite mocktail, I love a ranch water. For the record, I do drink, I'm not sober. <laughs> I do enjoy drinking, um, but I just don't always like to drink. Okay. I don't want that to be my first choice. Yeah. It's not the calories I necessarily want to consume. Maybe I want dessert that day instead. Um, but I do really love the clean taste of a ranch water. And so for me, I really like to keep frozen berries on hand, blackberries, strawberries, just whatever is left over as it's about to go bad. I will put those into the freezer, sometimes in ice cubes, sometimes just on their own. But I like to take um, a sparkling water, I'll squeeze half of a lime into it, and then I'll crush some of those berries as well and mix that all up into a drink and pour our um, full dropper of Hapsi's Pure Plant Daily Drop, which is um, absolutely tasteless, absolutely odorless, so it goes into anything perfectly. And I'll just drop that in, and it's a nice little mocktail that just kind of helps me reset the day. That sounds delicious and very refreshing. <laughs> it, it is a lovely, in multiple um, ways. <laughs> lovely wine tumbler thing that I bring to Bunko every month. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast and follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media.